Hey, Daffs, are you excited? I am super excited. This is the Rick and Daffs podcast, and we are here unscripted and raw. We absolutely are. And this is the last episode of 2018. Which has been a heck of a year. It's been just the craziest year it's of all It's been a pretty wild years. year. And uh, we're going to wrap it up on a high note. Yep. With the Worst Bosses Championship. Um, 16 entered. Only two are left. Yeah. And only one will survive to lift the championship trophy and be immortalized as the worst boss of all time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we have Tobias Fumke, the we, Cinderella of Cinderella's. Which he would love being called a Cinderella story. Coming, I'm sure he would. <laughs> Coming from obscurity <laughs> to take on uh the number th- overall the the third seed overall uh voldemort he who must not be he named. Who must not be named and if we look at the path these two have taken they have left a trail of destruction in their wake voldemort went through qui-gon jinn and just fustigated him mm-hmm. then he took on nero mm-hmm. also that was a, a little bit closer that was probably his toughest test yeah and then he just mopped the floor with corella Deville. He it really wasn't even did. close. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, Tobias Funke took down number two seed overall, um, John, John Snow. Snow in the in the Westeros region, and it wasn't even like it was. It was pretty well done. It was a beating. Yeah, a heavy sack beating. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> filled with doorknobs and burlap. It was crazy. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> What are you laughing about over there? I'm just imagining all the like <laughs> the slip of tongues and whatnot that uh, that Tobias would probably say, and we would laugh. If he was saying it instead. We're saying it. Um, then he went on to uh, have a really, really close, close match with Vader. Yes, he did. Um, he won on technicalities, mm-hmm. uh, and that technicality was uh, runoff. Yep, we liked him more. Um, and then. He went on to take down our overall number one seed, Hook. Um, so he has the ability to play up to his competition. Yeah. Um, I really don't know how this is going to end, to be honest with you. I could see either one. We've got one who is maniacal, violent, and just basically pure evil. Mm-hmm. And then another one who is shockingly evil, Despite his best efforts to not be. <laughs> yeah, he really doesn't want to be a bad guy. But he just is. He just, just destroys whatever person. team he's rooting for. <laughs> That's the problem. Mm. Is he's like, oh, I'll help you out. And then he shows up and just ruins everything. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah, so um, it could. Be, it's anybody's game. Mm-hmm. Um, well, shall we begin? We definitely should begin. Uh, and I think we failed to mention this in our last episode, but we're running off of the missed scale. And what does that stand for, my friend? Misery, inconsistency, status, and danger with status being inverted. I.e., if you have a good job, you get less points. Yes. Puppy murderer, for example. Gives you a full five. You get full five. Uh, if you're a slaver in misery, you could get definitely five points. five, for sure. Or in then danger... I mean, inconsistency is fairly clear, but danger, it has to be from gross negligence, incompetence, or just lack of basic human decency. Total disregard for human life. Yeah, exactly. So that's how you get... So best score is 40. We each give five, and we'll be going from there. Um, And much like the last rounds, we will be deciding this sudden death with the spin of a wheel. What job will they do? Charge nurse! Wow. A job we're both somewhat familiar with. I don't, I don't really see my charge nurse that often. I don't even know how you become a charge nurse of an outpatient unit. Like, like uh, that nobody's, that you, there's no physical unit. Like literally my, my charge nurse, um, they're just at the plaza, like ready on the phones. And they like handle, essentially like when there's a problem, you call in and then they'll try to handle over the phone. And if they need to, they'll help out and they'll go out and they'll do visits, which is kind of cool. But that's that's pretty much it. It's like being a regular nurse, but you just get more phone calls. So I think we'll do it off of my charge nurse. Yeah, no, it's definitely floor nurse. They are going to codes 
mm-hmm. sometimes rapid responses, which is a little like a soft, like code blue. Yep. They make sure everyone gets their breaks. They make sure everyone has a relatively even workload. They help it out. They also will step in if something goes horribly awry. Mm-hmm. They're kind of your liaison to other areas of the hospital. Mm-hmm. Things like that. Um, the idea of Tobias or Voldemort being a charge nurse is quite horrifying. Oh, yeah. N- neither one is going to be a good addition to the Although, team. you know what's funny about this is I'm fairly certain that somewhere in Almost every hospital, some charge nurse has been referred to as Voldemort. <laughs> yes. Oh, guaranteed. <laughs> so, I mean, there's already like a, some sort of uh, precedence. I feel like I feel like uh, there's something about this job that will just feel very <laughs> intuitive. <laughs> yeah, to him. Uh, who do you want to start with? Do you want to start with the underdog, or do you want to start with the uh, known commodity, the blue blood, the man? Who we're not shocked is here. Voldemort. The man without a plan. <laughs> the man. So Tobias. Tobias. <laughs> yeah, I think Tobias should be a good one to start because I feel like I feel like I roughly know how Voldemort would be a charge nurse. I think we're going to need to spend more time delving in to Whoa. how Tobias would ruin being a charge. Well, nurse. one, he would not take any of the illnesses seriously. No, he would he would patch he would Adams it without yeah. any of the actual medical you knowledge. You are exactly right. That's exactly what he would do. He Let's would be, turn that frown upside down. You can't. It's taped that way. That's a ventilation tube. Please stop <laughs> touching that. <laughs> I would be very fearful. Um, he would also have to like respond to bad like situations, um, and people would be looking to him for guidance. Mm-hmm. You're right, though. He would definitely try and patch Adams things that he has no idea what he's doing mm-hmm. and has no qualifications for. Mm-hmm. And he would be like, um, let's sing a song. Like, meanwhile, their family is like their family member is dying and they're like getting CPR. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine he would be there when you don't want him there. And when you really need him there, he'd be like hiding somewhere crying. I can't imagine a situation where I would want him there. Like, if you need like to, to be honest, with if you need to pass the buck to your charge nurse, oh, yeah, and just be like, all right, you this crazy family, Tobias, you gotta deal with them. And like, at least then, no, no matter how would, badly it goes, no. you can leave the room. No, but here's the other thing is that he would turn on you. Mm-hmm. Like, he'd be like, I think this is totally reasonable that they should be able to take their family member who's critically ill out in the wheelchair to go smoke a cigarette in the mm-hmm. lobby. And you're like, uh, <laughs> no. Who doesn't enjoy a good pub? Let's enjoy one here now together. <laughs> There's like this oxygen everywhere. <laughs> no. <sighs> the whole unit blows up. Pretty I mean, much. I've literally had people who have burned their faces because they wouldn't stop smoking. Yeah. Um, so that that's pretty terrible. I man, he's so bad. He's I'm really just continuously bad. shocked by how terrible he is. Not to mention the fact that, like, a charger is supposed to make sure everyone gets their breaks. So if, like, let's say Rick needs a lunch and I'm just coming back from lunch, Rick makes sure that he, Tobias would make sure that Rick gives me a handoff of my patients. Who needs meds right this moment? Who's going to be fine for the next half hour? Checking in, all that kind of stuff. And that's an ICU. On a floor, you would have, like, up to four or five patients for the other nurse. Yeah, so up to I'm, six I'll be, I'll be watching like nine patients, yeah. my five or my four and his five, going back and forth. There is no way we all get our lunches. Also, there's no way all those patients are seen. Because usually the charge nurse helps watch the patients that are a little extra here or there. Sometimes. Um it depends on what's going on, to I be honest. I 100%. Like, certain aspects of your job would be completely unchanged, but... It would be more like you'd just want him to be gone as much as possible. Like, there, there. I guarantee you there's a time where he's like, take a lunch, I got it all. And we just, like, give every single one of the nurses their lunch, which a good nurse would know they shouldn't do. But if he didn't tell you that everyone else also all had nurses, you'd have all six nurses from the floor run into each other down at the cafeteria line and be, oh, God, no. <laughs> You're right. He would send everybody at the same time. And then be rushing back. And, like, you just see, like, him skipping to the sounds of beeping monitors as everyone's coding, <laughs> having no idea what he just did. Um, that, People would literally die. He would also be, like, uh, giving, like, patients that had no business being, like, 
together, like to like a nurse that already had a super, they'd be like, oh, this person is a, uh, oh, wait, they're ventilated and you had to paralyze them because their lungs are so terrible and you're flipping them over because that helps their ventilation as well. Oh, that's perfect. That'll go great with this uh, new head bleed that I've got coming. <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> oh, don't worry about it. You're only doing uh, every 15 minute neuro neurological checks on this one. <laughs> right? <laughs> Right. Okay, great. <laughs> no, I can't do that. Sure you can. You just got to believe. And then he'd yeah. start singing a song. That's the thing. You'd be like, I am going to murder. There'd be a lot of assaults. There'd be so many assaults. And can you imagine? <laughs> but nurses assaulting him. Yeah. <laughs> can you imagine the way he would handle isolation patients? He'd be like, what? We're making these people feel like second-class citizens by putting on these crazy garments. I'm not afraid to go ahead. And look, I'm shaking his hand. And he'd be like, you now have every disease known to man. You're not allowed to leave the room. You're now a menace. He's now in quarantine. Right? Or or either that or he goes in there and like he just panics and starts like vomiting. And you're just like, uh, that guy doesn't have any... Like, no. he doesn't have any infection that you could get. <laughs> Unless somehow you've acquired aspiration. <laughs> he's, he's, he's actually discharging. He's all better. He's I fine. don't know he's what... going <laughs> Yeah, it would, be, it would be crazy. The only benefit you can say is that he would either, unfortunately, lose his job because of a patient death uh, very, no, very no. quickly. Well... Unfortunate in some ways, but it would kind of be like an A-bomb scenario where you'd, you'd save more lives <laughs> yeah, in the long run. <laughs> so many A-bomb situations in this podcast. Lots of them. Of this uh, Worst Bosses or, playoff. <laughs> much more mercifully, he would contract a horrible disease because of no isolation precautions, and he would die much too soon. <laughs> And, and then you'd have a regular charge nurse. Those are literally the only situations, and no, both of no, them no, involve no, no, a no. death. No, 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 no. You're totally missing one. An obvious one. One, assaulted by nurses, so he's off. Mm-hmm. Two, very much similar. Assaulted by family member of patient when he's doing things that are horribly dangerous and being accidentally horribly offensive, and then they assault him. And then everybody's kind of like... <laughs> It's that weird situation where we're all like, yeah, he did get beat up, but he's such a... Did we actually see anything? Yeah, right. <laughs> I I specifically said that there was a bar of soap on the floor and that it was very slippery and <laughs> that maybe maybe somebody might trip on it. And then Tobias tripped on it. And, and that 16 guy... 16 times. <laughs> that guy tried, yeah, and that guy tried to help him. And they're like, by jamming his fist in his eye? Well, he missed. He was just trying to grab him. <laughs> Good Samaritan law. He you was, can't punish someone for trying to help. No, we didn't see anything. <laughs> I mean, even in the show... Tobias is sued because he goes over and starts performing CPR on a man who was just asleep at the pool, sunbathing, and oh cracks my. his chest. Do yeah, you remember he, that episode? Yeah, he would do that all the time it at the will, hospital. Yeah, and he would do that all the time. He's not even that kind of doctor. And he did that in the show. He would be doing CPR on everyone. You're right. Um, hmm. Okay. And you would have to deal with him for as long as he is there. Misery. Five. I would hate my job, and yet I feel like I couldn't leave because yeah. I have to save my patients from so, him. So, what's scary about this is that I have worked in a hospital where it wasn't this bad, but I was terrified of the doctors because they were very unsafe. And it's not my current hospital. So, if anybody that knows me knows where I work, it's yeah. not where I'm working now. <laughs> But it was terrifying mm-hmm. because I literally felt like the doctors were danger- just as dangerous as whatever was going on. And it was like the most stressful thing in the world because literally it's like on other jobs, you're like, well, it's not life or death. But this, unfortunately, was life or death. And having Tobias in that situation would be terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if he's in charge every time. Yeah. Ugh. It would be it would be my nightmare. It would be absolutely be horrible. And I would feel personally responsible for any horrible thing that happened. And yet I'm still like the subordinate of this person who's giving me orders and telling me what to do. Like I would get no breaks. 
I wouldn't be able to do handoffs. You'd be afraid to take a break. Yeah. You'd, you'd be like, okay, thank God the shift is over because somebody is competent is in charge tonight. Anytime <laughs> where I feel responsible and feel like I need to call 911 for an emergency, but I can't call 911 because they'd be like, you're already in the ICU. That would be. Is it worse than slavery? No, it's. It's n- nothing's worse than slavery. Is four point seven five? Four point seven five. So guaranteed. it's nine point nine point five. Nine point five. Yeah, that's a pretty high score. That's a very high score. Jeez. All right, and of course this time we're just gonna we're gonna I'm gonna how are we gonna I'm trying to figure out a way let's to just do this. blaze through blaze and don't through. give us any ideas. No so numbers. Yep. yep. Okay. Inconsistency. Well, here's the other thing that I just thought of. Hmm. Um, a traditional nurse's schedule is 12 hour shifts. So you might have like, you're going to have a day where he's not there and you're like, Oh, thank God it's fine. And Mm -hmm. then he comes back and you're like, ah, (laughs) that's inconsistent too, because you get used to him like, or you don't get used to it, but you get like a small reprieve from the horrors. And so you know what it could be like. And then he comes back and it's horribly dangerous. (laughs) Yeah. And you're right. He's going to be like, Going into uh, going into isolation rooms and then have having like uh, uh, what is it psychosocial so what like when you ha- like mentally have a breakdown but it's not from like a real disease oh oh uh, yeah when you're psychosomatic yeah he's gonna have psychosomatic symptoms or he'll go of in everything. and actually get something he's gonna be getting assaulted giving you terrible patient assignments here's the only two things you can do you can either one say oh my gosh we have a breakout on the floor of this new disease it only causes people to breathe fast and panic and of course he developed the symptoms and he'd be like we'd put you in isolation right now and you'd throw him in an isolation room by himself and then lock the door and then that's it or rick you put me in a hospital gown in a bed (laughs) and then say hey work rushed can you please take this this patient? It's kind of like a field trip all the way down to the Echo. Yeah, but he's in charge, so he would never. Lab. He would. Ne- he was in charge, but so. he wouldn't know that. He would love field trips to go to, and you would just send me a fake patient to a lab that doesn't exist. So basically, and get rid of him for. But a few what hours. you're saying is that basically we have to go down a nurse to be safer, which is horrifying. Yes, literally. Jeez. Hence why it's nine point five. I'm giving a five for inconsistency. Yes. Five. So that's a 10. Jeez, this is a terrible job for him to because, do. Because he would be like, status. You know what the best medicine is? And we'd be like, medicine? And he'd be like, nope, that's where you're wrong. And we'd it's be like, oh, no. A spoonful of sugar. <laughs> what? He's diabetic. <laughs> you can't do that. He He's would be- in a coma. <laughs> I definitely picture him giving. So there's this thing called DKA. We're a diabetic person. Their sugar gets too high and they get really sick and they end up in the ICU because we have to start them on an insulin drip, Mm -hmm. which is like it's going into an IV and we're calculating their sugars every hour and whatever yeah. else but he would just totally ignore that and he would he would be doing that mrs featherbottom thing yes. and he would like be randomly cross-dressing one day and singing a spoonful of sugar and giving the diabetic person sugar and the- while they're an aspiration <laughs> risk while they're like they can't swallow <laughs> Oh, yeah, he'd definitely be feeding choking hazard patients. Oh, nonstop. He, if he worked in a nursing home, he would kill so many people. Yes. Oh. And it's almost worse because he's doing it on accident. Whereas, like, Voldemort, it would be on purpose. And at least you'd be like, well, at least he meant to do it. It reminds me so <laughs> much of this Reddit, or just, or this just Tumblr post, where someone's like, saw this guy in the, you know, uh, the PetSmart thing, and no one had adopted him. And it's a, it's a tortoise. Mm-hmm. And he's like, so I bought him for the 10 bucks <laughs> and returned him to nature. And it shows him putting him in a river. Oh, God. And they're like... Tortoises can't swim. Tortoises can't swim. That's turtles. You just drowned a tortoise. And this guy thought he did this great thing. And he just murdered this poor pet that had been living in total isolation. Probably pretty happy. And yeah, it, turtles don't really have a high threshold for what they want. No. Also, like, they don't live in this climate outside. They wouldn't last a single season change. No. That would be Tobias with human beings. He Ugh. would be thinking he's helping. Go out of his way and it was accidentally murder. He would help murder. He'd murder help him. 
Jeez. There needs to be a, a German word for that, where you think you're doing a good thing, and instead you're bringing about the demise of someone. Uh, that's called Hitler. <laughs> but worse than that, <laughs> if it's possible. <laughs> okay, so inconsistency, full five for me. Status. Status. Status, here's the thing. I don't know. Maybe you'd have a better gauge on this. When you tell people you're a nurse, like, it's not a bad... People respect it. It is the most respected profession in the nation right now. Really? It is. I thought it was the most trusted. Well, sorry. Most trusted. But trust has to go a long way. Yeah, it does. Here's the one thing I will say, is that... And I'm not... Like, I hope I'm not sounding like I'm really being judgmental. But I did read that story about that neurosurgeon Mm -hmm. who was doing those fake surgeries for the most money possible at Swedish Mm -hmm. in Seattle. Not that we're throwing any shade. I'm definitely throwing shade because that is very evil and terrible. And I'm. It was also the same guy who had like three surgeries he was supposed to be the primary doctor on going at once. And he was just checking in on all of them. Yeah. And he was also putting unnecessary people. He yeah. was putting unnecessary things in people. He, he's a terrible person. Yeah, he's in jail, I think. I know that he's at least lost his job, thankfully. Um, but, like, do if, like, you found out that somebody worked on that unit, would you be like, would that, like, lower your opinion of them? Would it raise your opinion Heavily. of them? Like, even if they weren't responsible. Like, there's a 0% chance it's not a scandal for the hospital. If yeah. someone finds out that this is the actions of a charge nurse that's true. and what they did. If I found out, like, oh, you worked there? Well, what about that murder? That's the first thing I bring up. Hey, yeah. what about that murder surgeon? Like, yeah. Or, hey, what about that terrible charge nurse who killed all those people? Yeah. Be like, oh, you worked there. That's true. It knocks your, it knocks your status. It totally does. So what is a nurse normally? Is it like a two? Um, a three? Yeah. I feel like it's better than a three. I feel like it's. I feel like a nurse is a two. When you tell someone that you're a nurse, they're usually like... Oh, right on, man. I usually get a little, I think I get some brownie points for the ICU part. I get crazy brownie points for hospice. Really? Oh, my God. People are like, you are such an angel. I could never do that. Oh, see? People nonstop are like, you're so Mm. great. They always tell me about whatever relative they had recently who went on to hospice. Just, I felt like it saved their life. They always say that to me. And I I understand why. I 100% believe hospice is a great thing. And everyone... You might get more brownie points than me then. I definitely do. Oh, wow. I I, I, I get Christmas presents from my patients and from families of patients who have passed on. Mm. People love, but you have to reject nurses. almost all those, right? You do, the, unless the, the, they're like food, right? Yeah, I, I'm allowed to have chocolates, but anything else has to go directly to the hospital. I had a hundred dollar gift card for Amazon that got uh, that got usurped and used for mm-hmm. uh, like a potluck. So I got some money from potluck. You or got whatever. something out of it, yeah. But it was yeah. like, meh. yeah. I feel like that's just a racket too for the hospital. It kind of is. Anyways, <clears throat> that being that being said. Yeah, so we get some brownie points for being nurses. Yeah. You probably get more than me, which makes me sad. Because I'm basically just in it for the brownie points, if you haven't noticed. Yeah, um, your job is way harder than my job. In some ways. In a lot of ways. In some ways. You gotta, you gotta have the really <laughs> awful discussions people spend their whole lives trying to avoid. That's my job every day, all day. That's the only bad part of my job, I would say. Um, mine has a lot more things. Yours has more fluids. <laughs> mine has more fluids, <laughs> Yes. Um, yeah, we won't go into gross nurse stories because I think that would really We'll get totally it. sidebarred. Yeah, that would ruin it. People will turn off this episode. Absolutely. We'll never listen again. Um, so I would say it'd be normally a two, but if you work at the murder hospital with the murder charge. It's it's. I'm going to say a three. I'm going to yeah. say it knocks you a whole point because you'd be like, oh, you worked with that guy? Okay, like, so if, if we're thinking if we're thinking, regardless of which candidate we have, whether it's Tobias or Voldemort, they're going to be known as the murder nurse. Is status going to be the same? Oh, that's a good question. I almost feel like status is a wash. Uh, you know, well, I, I don't, I'm not willing to do the same thing that we did with the Oompa Loompas. Yeah. Because I just don't know until we get there with Voldemort. Okay. And this is the championship. I can't just cross off a whole category. Okay. Um. Based off of, I think I think that's a good possibilities. I'm gonna good. say three for me. Yeah, I'm gonna you, say you uh, lose a point for being the murder murder unit that you live you worked on the murder unit. <laughs> worst comes to worst, you could just say you work for a different hospital. <laughs> well, but no one's gonna know or check. <laughs> only, only like your very close friends would know, um, and your status probably wouldn't change with them anyways. So uh, I'm gonna say three. So two threes. Yep. Six. Jeez, he's. 
He's doing well. He's doing really well. He really has brought his A game throughout this entire playoffs. Yeah. Which is scary because that means he was the best suited for the job he was actually doing. Which and is he was awful. still terrible at it. The analogist. How how bad is that? That the job that you did, you were actually the best you could possibly be, and you still sucked. Like, what if you like what if like let's say you were still a pizza delivery guy because yeah. you did that during college. Yeah. And that was the best you could ever do, and you still sucked at it. <laughs> I honestly wonder if David Cross, the guy who plays Tobias yeah. Funke, if he would ever enjoy this episode of being like, yo, we did the math, oh, our math, and yeah. like <laughs> your character, you played him so well and he was so ingenious. He was the worst boss. And we had Voldemort, Captain Hook, freaking Vader. You crushed Vader. You crushed Vader. I want you to know that. If you want to listen, go for it. Want to plug us? Go for it. If you don't care, that's fine, too. That's totally fine. I just want you to know that you did such a good job. You did such a good job. You should tweet at him. See although, what he says. Although I mean, some actors don't like when you like talk up like their old role because they're like, I've done like nine things since. I've been in three Kung Fu Panda movies since then. Like we're still talking about Tobias, really? Okay. So I don't know. I it don't depends know. on the person. Yeah. I think even the people who are healthy eventually get to the spot where they're like, "This was an iconic role." Yeah. Like uh, what's his name? Uh, guy who played Kirk Shatner yeah. apparently hated Captain Kirk for a long time. Yeah. And then he like realized. No, like this is who I am. Yeah. And this is how people will know me, and that's okay. Yeah, I get that. Although David Cross has been in so much stuff now. Yeah, he's been in so much stuff. But yeah, I really like him in um, um, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. Freaking <clears throat> which? Wait, wait, who is he in that? He's the guy. He's the guy who is part We're of the family who owns the Washington Redskins. Oh yeah, and he yeah. hates the name too. <laughs> yeah, and but um, he's just he basically is playing a Tobias. Almost. Like a loserly Tobias. Yeah, almost. But yeah, he know he nails that role too. So, anyways, enough stroking of his eagle. Um, what? <laughs> his ego. <laughs> eagle. <laughs> <laughs> you did it again. I did. I did another Tobias. Okay. We need to. We need to move on. This is getting rough. Um, you can't see this at home, but I was just pointing and laughing in his face. It's pretty pretty standard here at the Rick and Dust podcast. Um, when okay. I think something is really funny, I point at it while I'm laughing, just adding insult to injury. Danger. Danger. Can there be a more dangerous position Here's the thing. than someone in the ICU or in the hospital who's already precariously unhealthy and then has someone who has such a blatant disregard for learning how like medicine is? Here's the thing, though, about danger. With this particular job, as the nurse... I might be in more danger. I'm already in some danger. Let's be honest. I personally am in some danger pretty much every day I go to work because hospital violence is actually really the most common place of workplace violence. Oh, it's super, super common. Um, it's like We've had bomb threats at our hospital. Second, I think it's like second or third after like policemen. And we're talking domestic jobs, yeah. obviously. People bring guns in. Firemen, policemen. like, But like people beat, try and beat up staff members oh, and yeah. stuff all the time. Um, my danger might increase, but... The danger of the patients is way up. Yeah. But that doesn't affect me. It does, though, because if he doesn't do isolation precautions and he exposes <laughs> every true. single person. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> can you imagine if someone has, like, C. diff or some horrible, like, contagious infection and he's like, I brought brownies. Or, and, like, just, or he decides to do a scene and he's, like, rolling <laughs> floor and then comes out and gives you an uh, like a, a hug and you like, don't know yeah like, you, you have no you idea just walked in and you're just like why are you hugging me and two why do you smell so strange literally, next thing you know you're in the hospital literally every single person in that hospital's risk goes way up the second he walks in the door and it's because of his incompetence in not because of any action risk i mean <clears throat> I don't know how to score this because I want to give him points for all the patients he's killing, but I don't know if I can. I 100% can. You feel you, like you can? You are just as likely. But my danger as a nurse is up, but the patients, I mean, it's, it's like a totally different level. Okay, but you could lose your job and your license if for some reason all this stuff happened to one of your patients. And, and they, he'd totally sell you out to. He, he absolutely would. To save himself. He totally would. I can't give it a full five. 
but I'm going to give it a solid three and a half. I'm doing 4.5. Wow. There, okay. <clears throat> imagine him working it's there. It's not the same, though. But imagine him okay, working there on, for hold one on. year. Is hold there on. is there even hold, hold, a 1% on. chance I'm not exposed? Hold on. Hold on. I'm just remembering. Danger is due to negligence mm-hmm. or disregard for human life. Mm-hmm. Not the situation. So he's definitely disregarding human life with his stupid, like, role-playing and rolling around and ignoring the things. And, oh, man, that's a tough one. This is the toughest one, and it's the championship. I I, I, I literally, uh, there, there's a 0% my chance. My conscience can't let me go over 4. 3.5. Okay. How many people do you come in contact with every single day? I don't even know. Probably, like... In contact, if I'm out in the world? Out in the world. I'm going to say at least 50. Okay. So here you have a charge nurse who is taking care of people with the most contagious diseases, tuberculosis, shingles, you name it, has zero idea or respect for isolation precautions, and is not probably washing his hands, exposing other staff, other people in the hospital, and then going out into the public. There is going to be a massive outbreak. Like this is like this is the thing that you hear about like once every four years of some nurse who like somehow managed to like go all through nursing Bring school. Home measles. Yeah, or or the or the nurse in Florida who gave uh, um, flu shots to three hundred people, didn't change a needle once, used the same needle every single time, and just didn't realize that that was not a thing that you had to do. It's like how'd you get through nursing school? That's the thing. He would kill people either in the hospital. You, someone in the community, there's a 0% chance that you are not exposed to something dangerous uh, okay, in your okay. first month. Okay, okay. You've convinced me to go up to four. 4.5 for me, four for you. Four for you. But you brought me up from a three. That is, that, that, I, I, I take credit for that. But this is just shocking. Keep in mind, we're not even talking about the drugs he'd be dispensing. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He would give a lot of drugs. He might even give you some drugs. Chemo. We have we have radioactive agents. I'm so torn on this one. I don't know how to score it because like I totally get what you're saying, but it's not the same as like I mean I know Voldemort is gonna be just straight up murdering people, mm-hmm. and that's gotta be worse than like accidentally diseasing people. <laughs> Agreed. I think when you're intentionally trying to kill someone. You're gonna probably be more successful at it. Yeah. And at least if you get like measles at home, you're gonna go to a hospital. Hopefully not the same hospital. <laughs> oh my gosh! Wait, <laughs> wait a second. Hopefully not the same hospital. <laughs> if I get sick and I end up in my own ICU, I'll just be like, I'm gonna die. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Okay. You you would you would know how to leave AMA and you'd walk your diseased body into the nearest hospital that wasn't that one. You got me to four point two five. So four eight point seven five. Okay, we gotta move on. We've been we've been having too much fun because we're thirty minutes in and all we've done is finish Tobias. Yeah, and I need to get, <laughs> I need to get going because Anyways, it is late. Moving on, um, Voldemort. Mm-hmm. He's got a long road to long road to go mm-hmm. um, if he wants the championship. But Tobias has just finished and he did a great. He he set the bar high. He set the bar high. Um, So Voldemort is charge nurse. Um, There will be very little questioning of authority. Mm -hmm. I don't know if breaks will be taken at all. I don't think he'll allow breaks. Um, It depends. He might not care. Uh, He might disregard human life so, like, much that he might just be like, well, screw that guy. Let him die. (laughs) I think think what is going to happen with him is it'll be this really sinister, like, thing where he's telling you to let people die on purpose because he has to work the job he can't just like leave right yeah it, but it, he'll be part of, he'll be like construct. testing your loyalty yeah by like being like you know what if you or if you let that person die i'll put another story on your house <laughs> or and if but, conversely but if you don't to well he's got his powers the powers come with the oh, man shoot yeah that's right i was thinking money wise but no <laughs> magic wise he can definitely do that i know that's what i'm saying they have tents that are mansions inside that still blows my mind yeah and how the weasleys live in a really crummy house meanwhile that like their they, tent their they tent is nice in their home it makes I, no th- sense. anyways <laughs> i digress um his uh, we all know that his decorative like he's a terrible decorator Mm-hmm. Um, likes everything to be dark and drab and candlelit. Mm-hmm. 
which it's like really weird because like why why I never understood that why do evil people want everything to be black wouldn't they just be like hey I really like this bright this this nice bright vibrant red canary yellow canary yellow is a wonderful color (laughs) they've got i mean i think real evil people in real life have very vibrant homes (laughs) probably they're probably quite happy yeah um which is so sad Uh, but yeah so he's okay so he is i mean have you ever seen saddam hussein's palaces they were quite nice and he was a genocidal monster Uh, that's true (laughs) anyways moving on so he, he would definitely kill people I imagine he would probably find out a lot about the family and then try to, like, shake them down for money or power or, you know, influence of some sort. Because, like, that's really he can help decide who lives and dies. And he's going to use that for his gain. And that's it. So, yeah, I imagine that some people get preferential treatment. Like, he he does, like, the real charge nurse kind of job. Yeah, that's the thing is I think that he is giving people preferential treatment and I think that he's manipulating like he literally is using his magic power to what does heal you right technically could like potions and stuff he could also he would probably decide who's worthy and who isn't and then kill those people that he didn't think were worthy and then heal those people he did for money. I guarantee you you'd have someone come in who's in police custody they're like in the ICU or right into the hospital. Suddenly they're loose. <laughs> he would be like, welcome to my army. He'd be like, right? I'm going to heal you and get you out of jail. You're in my servitude forever. And they're like, uh. He'd like basically start a mafia, like a, a like a, a squad of like people that he's healed. And like, oh, like a judge would come in and suddenly the judge would be healed. And then certain preferential rulings. Was, this would be a perfect place for him to have a base of power. It literally is <laughs> a great way to build your infrastructure because people are their most vulnerable. Yeah. And if he really has the ability to heal them with potions or magic or whatever, he could just you'd be you'd be indebted to him for mm-hmm. life, either you or your family or, you know, something like that. And if he's and a smart tyrant would use that mm-hmm. rather than fear. Yeah. Because he could just easily say it. Like or he finds out somebody's famous, their relatives in the hospital. Mm-hmm. And he says, "Oh, you know, you're, I could, they could be healed or they might meet an untimely accident mm-hmm. unless you do whatever thing. Chances are probably good. He'd heal them and curse them at the same time and then be like, here's this drought of something tincture <laughs> and the, you, you have to continue working for me and I'll keep giving you one right. once a month. But if you ever leave me, you're it's not getting any more. It's essentially like getting somebody addicted to cocaine. <laughs> yeah, for, for real. <laughs> Ugh. Every situation with him is so terrible. It's just awful. It's so awful. He is the worst. He is the worst. So misery. Ugh. Because you're, you're as an employee, do I even know you're going to be seeing this? Mm. You're going to have an idea something bad's going on, and he's probably going to test you to see whether or not you can become part of the fold. And if you don't, you're for sure going to get the worst shifts, if not be potentially just killed. Like... He's, he's not going to allow you to work on his unit if you're not going to play ball, you know? So I I think misery, it's got to be high. You have to turn Death Eater or you're out of a job or you're out of a life. Yeah. <clears throat> the one, well, I think the one thing about him that I feel like we've discovered, though, is that loyalty is more important mm-hmm. than pretty much anything else. Um, the thing that's going to stress me out misery-wise the most is that I know there's going to be random tests where I'm forced to do something really terrible mm-hmm. to, like, gain his trust. And that's going to be really messing up your brain. <laughs> and the thing is, is, can you quit? Because will he just come find you? Probably. Like, or if, will if he you, just if, let it go? No, if you, if you if you have any idea of what's going on... He's either going to murder you or erase your mind. I'm okay with him erasing my mind. He might erase a bunch more than just that, though. Yeah. That's the problem. You might not know how to do I nursing might. ever again. I mean, <laughs> let's be honest. This isn't a real situation. So, if Because if it was real, I'd just, like, supposed to come to work and I'd just never show up. Yeah. And they'd just be like, I guess he quit. And then I'd just call and say my mom died yeah. and then I have to leave and I can't come back. Yeah. I don't think he would care because I think that anything that he would just be like, well, they're not going to say anything. And even if they did, nobody would believe them. Maybe. 
Misery is super high. I totally agree because in this situation, you can't just quit. No. <laughs> um, you're locked in. And I would be forced to do really unethical, terrible things mm-hmm. to gain his trust or be brutally murdered or tortured or have my dog or son or wife or father killed. <laughs> yeah, or turned into a snake. Um, or turned into a snake. So or turned into a sandwich and then eaten. <laughs> so four, five, five or five? five? No, five. Five. I mean, this is like crazy experimental like torture where it's like um, either you kill that patient by being negligent or I'm going to kill your wife. Okay, yeah, five. That's pretty terrible. And, well, essentially it's slavery. You have to work and you can't yeah, quit. Yeah, exactly. You can't quit and you're forced to do terrible things. Yeah, Ugh. five. Ten. Ten points. Rick Perfect is ten. visibly <laughs> shaking and shivering over here. <laughs> ah, it's quite disturbing. Okay. Inconsistency. Not that inconsistent. This, this is his Achilles heel. It was his last round as well. I can't give him super high marks. I mean, I think he's manipulating and messing with you just for his own cruel enjoyment. And you definitely don't know what today's going to hold I can before only give him, you walk in. I can only give him a three. Because I just feel like, and I'm glad that this is basically the end, to be honest with you, because Mm -hmm. I feel like we know who he is now. We know what he's going to be like. In every job, he's going to be trying to take over the world, make money, have power. Um, How he gets, he's basically the only reason why he'd be doing any of this inconsistent stuff Mm -hmm. is just for being sadistic and creepy. I got to go 3.5. And I think the only reason is because of the whole, like, he'll randomly be good to some patients and bad to other patients. And that could literally change with the same patient from day to day. Like, oh, no, we're no longer healing that judge. Wait, what? (laughs) Yeah, no, but you said we need to make sure he lives at all costs. Nope, not anymore. I changed my mind. And you're like, uh, okay. So what do you want me to (laughs) do? Master? Right? What do you want me to do? Like, you'd have to constantly be asking him what to do next out of fear that you would do something wrong and he would be mad at you. Yeah. So inconsistency, 3.5 for me. If you could somehow make the leap to just, like, I have no morality, my morality is what he tells me to do, then he'd probably keep you out of prison. You'd probably be a pretty bad nurse, though, if you just... Oh, I'd be terrible. Lots of people would be dying. Nurses would make terrible Nazis. I've said it before. I've said it once. I've said it a thousand times. What? I usually start my morning with, I love you, Stacy." Also, nurses would be terrible Nazis. She knows this. Let's all recite the, the, the nurse's uh, mantra. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Why? Because they all have minds of their own? Yeah, because nurses don't always follow orders. The whole point is that you're supposed to be a double check for it's the doctors, like for the pharmacists, <laughs> for everything. You're supposed to think critically. Especially ICU nurses. Yeah. You think critically. You don't just do what it says on the paper. Unlike Nazis. Who <laughs> just follow orders. Or whatever a fancy, like, fake passport says. Yes. In that Rolf Wallenberg case. Rolf Wallenberg. Yeah, Rolf. Yeah, yeah. The, wor- the best guy ever Roll Wallenberg. Saved between like 50 and 100,000 Jewish people in Hungary. Yeah, way more than Oscar Schindler. Does not get enough credit. I recommend you listen to the Behind the Bastards podcast about him. It's great. Although he's considered a non-bastard. No, he's considered a good guy. It was their Christmas special, so they did the opposite. (laughs) They did the opposite. And that's good. Quick shout out to those guys. Um, Anywho, I can only give him a three. And you were going with... 3.5. 6.5, which coincidentally is the same score he got last round. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, status. Again, we're working in the murder hospital. But the... Th- oh, it's so... I think your status is far worse. Because eventually, like, if anybody even finds out, eventually they will find out. And then you've worked... Like, people are afraid of you, yeah. slash, like... You're the mafia slash murderer. Yeah. Um, because that, he'll make you do it. It is was that, way worse than Is having, that less points or more points? That's m- more points because it's a worse thing, right? Because it's inverted. You just explained it to me earlier. But, people, so like, but since people are afraid of you, like, are they giving you more respect? Oh. Um, like, you're a death eater, essentially. 
Yeah, which again, that that's a great example because they were hated, but also feared. They were revered because yeah, because people of wouldn't get on the bad side they, of them. Yeah, because they were afraid. So what does that mean? I don't know how to judge this. Is that a, is that a wash? Is it does it does that even out then? I don't even. The fear level is tough to take into account because, like I said, nurse is a baseline too. But then if you're like working at the hospital where I feel like it would actually make it less because people would be afraid that if their family member went there, they would remember you. But but the gig wouldn't be up for quite some time. And so you'd probably be known as like the best hospital that saved that judge's life that's and like true. totally reversed it. So people would be like, that's amazing. You work at the best ICU ever. Yeah. And then eventually you'd crash and burn. Everyone would know you're horrible. Yeah, but they'd still be afraid. Yeah. It's like a. It's a, a weird. I'm going to give a 1.5. I'm going to give a two. Okay. Fair enough. It's like a Bernie Madoff. Everyone loves you until they hate you. Yeah, that's fair. <clears throat> 3.5. Bad status. Yep. Uh, danger. Do we even need to go into this? Five. Yeah. He'll kill you. You'll kill people. Everyone kills people. Everyone dies. Maybe the hospital gets shot up. He sacrifices you when the cops come. Assuming he doesn't like bring in Dementors <clears throat> for some reason. I honestly don't have any clue who's going to win. See, he's, he's got two tens on his side. That's the big thing. I feel like Tobias had better odds overall. I need to, before we even start calculating, decide whether I like my status score or not. You know what? I'm going to change mine to two to match yours because I feel like it just feels right. Okay. I feel like... I feel like that's that's a good score because I think you really would be you'd be like the number one hospital. There would be like, you know, you'd be on Good Morning America and being like, yeah, you know, our charge nurse is great. Our doctors are great. We're just the best unit. And we've like celebrities would want to go if they have anybody, they'd go to your ICU. And then eventually when it turns out it was all crap. Right. You'd be. Um, so what's your gut feeling? As we come to the, I think, we come to the conclusion of this season. I think Tobias takes it, but I'm kind of surprised. It's like it's, I kind of think Voldemort should because he's just evil, and yeah. I feel like I want to believe that the worst boss is intentionally evil. Don't stop believing. <laughs> but honestly, the worst boss might think that they're doing good, and that might I think be that's, what makes them so bad. That's what makes them so evil. Oh, that's even scarier. That's Maybe Tobias is actually just an evil genius this whole time. <clears throat> I just don't even know. I'm sure when we listen back to these, we'll see a big changes in our scoring as we went across. Yeah. But that's inevitable. Yeah. Um, I think that this was a great championship with a great job matchup. Either way, hats off to Tobias and Voldemort and a nod of the, a nod of the head to Captain Hook. Yes. He just... He he could just as easily he been won, here. He won the supporters' shield. Oh yeah, I really feel like that was our championship. Heisman, just to be Heisman Trophy. Just to be honest, I felt like that in a certain extent was our championship um, because I really felt like Hook and Tobias just they represented good, good back and forth. Yeah, the what 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 could have been. Yeah. Um. So, that being said, are you ready for the scores? I'm ready for the scores. What does your gut tell you? I, I think it's still Tobias, but I kind of want it to be Voldemort. <clears throat> Even though I love Tobias, I've been his cheerleader this whole time. I can't, I don't want to believe that someone who wants to do good is really the worst. <laughs> so evil. Um, Voldemort. He scored 10 for misery. Yeah. 6.5 in consistency, 4 for status, and another 10 for danger because he's just out just murdering and killing people. So that's like what, 30? It's 30.5. 30.5. Meanwhile, the number 15 overall seed, Tobias, mm-hmm. 9.5 for misery, full 10 for inconsistency, 6 for status, and an 8.75 for danger, bringing him at 34.25. So Bias takes it. Tobias Funke is the worst boss of all. (laughs) 
He is the equivalent of the wild card team that makes it into the playoffs and goes all the way to the championship. He is the he has completed his Cinderella story. He is one of my favorite characters. Mine too, and I am like between between both in in, in literary or in movies or TV. Or I media, am amazed. I just love him. I just don't even know what to say. Um, to be honest with you, I am shocked at the results. Um, and I think that this was a really fitting ending because I really feel like it, it was a really tightly contested match. It was. It absolutely um, was. It could have gone either way. But I can't argue with the results because I've seen Tobias consistently does a terrible job at every job you give him. Regardless of what job he gets. He will do a bad job. Here we go. We'll we'll run over some quick ones off the off the one. Jobs he would be terrible at. Paper company boss, yes. Willy Wonka, absolutely. Head chef. No doubt. Game show host, maybe the only one that wouldn't be a total train wreck immediately. Charge nurse we've seen. 911 operator, football coach, pope, news anchor, sports ref, palace guard, sheriff. Sheriff would be hilarious. He, he was that. a sheriff, that's right. He did a terrible job. <laughs> I mean, everything on the here. only The only jobs that he's even remotely not terrible at is because it makes it nearly impossible for you to hurt people. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Even football coach. Like if he was a football coach, you so would just many have pe- a bad team. So well, so many people would get injured. So many. They would, but they'd have like a dance number. They would do their own halftime show. People would still show up to the games. That's all I'm saying. Oh, fair enough. Um, but he's just a really bad boss. Throughout all categories, he's just terrible. But he's a good person. That's the best part about it. Is he wants to be a good person, he's kind, and he tries to be considerate, and he doesn't want to be mean to people. And he is the worst boss. And he's the worst fucking boss <laughs> on earth. It took us all year to find him. Yep. But we found him. The worst boss. But Congratulations there you are. to Tobias Funke, this season's winner of the worst bosses. He went through so many challenges. And uh, he persevered yep. through his just ineptitude and negligence and short-sighted um, behaviors. Tobias, you came from behind and blew us all away. <laughs> I think that's a perfect way to, <laughs> to end the show. Um, As always, you forgot to say away. <laughs> yeah, right? Literally. Again, away. Uh, yeah, I love that line. Um, okay. For se- the end of season four, I'm Rick. I'm Daphs. And we'll be back. Have a good one. <laughs> <laughs>